Welcome to Stu and Pete's Conversations. I'd like to thank you all for coming out tonight. All 35,000 of you. Stu and Pete Conversations here uh, today with our good friend Ad. We're going to do some hates of the week right now. Uh, my hate of the week. Bad parents. Basically, parents that let their kids run amok in restaurants. Mm. Um, I used to work in the restaurant business for 15 years. I freaking hated it when people would bring their kids there, sit down for their meal, and just pretend, okay, go ahead, kids, go run around like it's freaking McDonald's or something. I worked in some really nice restaurants, and uh, people would bring their kids there, and we'd give them crayons or whatever to keep you know, occupied, but I've seen kids crawling on the floor and their parents even putting food down on the floor, almost like feeding them like a dog <laughs> wow. and being like, you're in a public space. There's other people here trying to enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy what uh, a night out. Could you imagine if it's like maybe you only get one night out a week and then you got to sit next to a table with these kids that are crawling and running around everywhere. You know, you got servers with drinks and the kids, you know, they're two feet high banging on their knees uh, you know, we're trying to watch out for that. I mean, just keep your kids together in the place. If you want your kids to run around, take them to Mickey D's and put them in the play center. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why, you know, most people shouldn't really have kids and they just, they <laughs> do it because they didn't plan it very well. They weren't thinking enough. And children don't really make people happy. They make people a little crazy and they give up. These people have given up. I think they're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. He's crawling on the floor. I, I he doesn't want to sit on, he doesn't want to sit in the chair. Put the plate on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it, man. It, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You got your child eating off the floor of, of a restaurant. Yeah, you know, don't you just just get a vasectomy? You don't need more people. You're not doing Across the world. The you don't. You're not doing the world a favor having more people. Do you think people should have billion. to take an aptitude test before they can actually have babies? Um, I think that would cause huge, huge outrage. It'd oh, yeah, be impossible sure. to enforce very well. And there'd be huge problems because then people would go underground and have babies without without telling the officials. And then they'd have trouble signing the kid up for school because they wouldn't... Then the kid might not go to school where they otherwise would. There'd be all kinds of problems. But at the same time, idiots who are irresponsible seem to be pumping them out at a much greater rate than the responsible folks. Do you think um, there would be outrage if a restaurant put on their front door saying no kids allowed? Ah, uh, you know, maybe that wouldn't be that bad. I think that the restaurants like that do exist. Uh, I'm sure that they get plenty of hate mail in their in their inbox, but uh, I don't know if Vancouver has any of any has any of those restaurants. But of course, certain liquor licenses you would probably get the yeah, right. Obviously, get, you can't bring kids you, into a bar. Yeah, you know, I. Uh, I know the Southside Deli at Whistler has a policy that unattended children will be given a free kitten and a lot a shot of caffeine. <laughs> yeah, give them some coffee. I mean, don't get me Espressos, wrong here. Expressos and kittens. <laughs> I, I like kids. I love kids. But uh, you gotta, you just gotta keep your kids in check when you're out in public. Just think about everybody else, for Christ's sake. Don't just go around and be like, I got a kid, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm. Anyways, that's my hate of the week. Stu, have you got a hate of the week for us? Yeah, I've got a, a, a something that's you know, it's not a really angry hate of the week, but. My yoga teacher keeps telling me to elongate my spine. Mm-hmm. I find that to be kind of a difficult thing to do. I find that due to genetic factors, my spine is stuck at a particular length, <laughs> and I'm unable to adjust its length. 
At will. So what do you tell your yoga teacher, your yoga teacher, your yoga teacher, uh, when they tell you to uh, elongate your spine? Elongate your spine? I don't go, no, can't do that. I haven't shouted that out yet, but I'm thinking I might have to. Can't elongate the spine. It's a bone. Right? That takes, that takes years of hanging upside down like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So if uh, Stu's yoga teacher's listening, fucking stop with the elongating spine shit. Or or open your hips. Open, open up your, your hips. hips. Hips, they're not a cupboard. You what can't does that open mean? and close yeah. the cupboard. You open and close your hips. That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And that's what you're there for. You know, you're maybe you're stretching, basically. That's yeah. what yoga is. You're really good, like, really good stretching. And, yeah. you know, that's their job to open up your hips. So yeah. in the long term, you can't just do it on demand. Mm. Yeah, true. Then uh, also, instead of saying namaste every time I was going to say, you know, I was going to recommend mixing it up a little and saying adios <laughs> or sayonara. You should definitely try that. Or peace out. I would do that like everyone. If I was the yoga teacher, I'd do everything the same way they do. And I'd be like, all right, and peace out. <laughs> I like it. Instead I like of saying it. like savasana, which is just lying there dead. They always say savasana, most difficult pose in yoga. You'd lie there. It's called dead body pose too. And I'm like, why are you, you just call it dead body pose? We're in, we're speaking English. Do they call it child's pose? Or is that a different pose? No, that's, that's a real pose too. But that makes sense because children do pose in that pose. And in, it's an English word. We all know what, you know, a child is. Instead of going, now, Sakyaraka Muskatasa, you know, eagle pose or whatever. Just call it the English version. We're not, I didn't come here to learn languages. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. And have you got a hate of the week you want to chime in? Yeah. You know, I'm not much of a hater, but I came up with something. I, my current most hated thing is uh, unfounded food fads. Bit of alliteration there. But, uh, yeah, just, you know... There's the whole gluten-free thing, which you guys probably mm. know. Now, my wife is is actually celiac, so we actually appreciate the increase in gluten-free foods. Um, and then you've got, uh, you know, non-GMO foods, which is my most hated thing, because, you know, presumably, over the next hundred years, we're going we're gonna to be able to do some pretty cool things with genetic engineering. Oh, yeah. Should utilize that, right? Totally. We don't want to just write all that, write all that off. Yeah. Then you got even MSG. MSG is just like is salt. Like it's delicious. People, people in people in Asia have it at their table in, in salt shakers. Love like, MSG. If yeah, like <laughs> like Doritos are are covered in it. Where it's did the hate for MSG come from? I don't know. It came from Chinese Chinese um, restaurant syndrome, which was basically just people eating shitty Chinese food oh. and then feeling a little bit ill afterwards. And instead of blaming it on the shitty food, they're like, found out that there was this thing called MSG in it and free and freaked right out. It, it, you know, it spread over the world. Next thing you know, there's there's ch- shitty Chinese restaurants that just stopped adding it. it was, the, the food didn't taste as good anymore. But yeah, it wouldn't. MSG makes everything better. You know, you know, gene- everything, all the food we eat has been genetically modified, even if, like, indirectly over thousands of years. If totally. you look at, like, the corn that the, you know, I don't know, the Mayans or the Aztecs used, I mean, it was almost inedible. It was originally way back. I mean, they, but they slowly choose the best ones and over thousands of years. Now there's this big thing that you can just eat really easily. Same is true for, like, the first potatoes, the first grains of uh, wheat. I mean, it was all not very edible. It was all crappy. And I mean, it, and so we, we've genetically modified them just by natural, our own naturalist selection of being like, oh, I like, I like this sheep. This one grows a lot of wool and it doesn't stop growing wool. And which has 
weird consequences with this recent story. I don't know if you guys saw this. One sheep escaped. He hated being sheared. And it escaped and lived up in a cave for like five years. But right, they called him Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and this sheep didn't even look like a sheep anymore because the wool just keeps growing. And that is a genetic modification. Natural wild sheep, their, their wool stops growing after a certain point because they don't want to just keep growing and growing and growing. But we kept choosing the ones that keep growing wool because those guys are great for us to make stuff up. We've made the sheep dependent on humans. Yeah, yeah. So we've chosen the ones that grow the wool and all the ones that we have... If you don't shear them, they'll just keep going into a giant big ball. So um, everything we have is genetically modified. Dogs, I mean... I'm, I'm pro-genetically modified anything. I personally yeah. would like to start up my own personal island of Dr. Moreau yeah. and start breeding some weird creatures. I think yeah. it'd be interesting. Why you know, not? I'm more motivated to have children if I'm allowed to sort of start tinkering with the genes, you know? Be like, like make these good Oh, like that movie Gattaca. Ensure that they're good children. Yeah, be like, <laughs> hey... Yeah, uh, this guy's going to be awesome. My wife... <laughs> Yeah, if I have a wife where I'm like, she's got some great qualities. But on the other hand, she has some that I'm not really willing to pass on to the offspring. Can we just uh, take away her teeth or whatever? You know, I don't have a wife or a girlfriend right now, so I can say whatever I want, right? There's no, you know. For any future Mrs. Elworthy's out there listening. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't like the way, you know, yeah, she runs. When she runs, she looks ridiculous. Take that gene out, you know, whatever it is. Fantastic. That's been uh, the hate of the week.